The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning and giving me an opportunity to be part of your day. I hope it's an encouragement. hope you had a great weekend and are having a great week up to this point. And uh, we're definitely enjoying some beautiful weather here in Bakersfield. And uh, heat's coming back here in a couple of days, but we're just really enjoying this time. And hope you're doing well. Glad you're with us again. If you're following along with us in Scripture, we are in Matthew chapter 16. And uh, we're going to go back, as we just talked about the idea of the conversation that Peter had with Jesus, and a very great conversation, all that means with it. And now we're going to see literally how it only takes really one more thought uh, one more comment for the, Jesus is bragging on Peter and talking to Peter, is talking about the future of the church. And now he's going to turn around and, and reference him, not necessarily him, but his comment as, get thee behind me, Satan. You're like, what in the world's going on with this? So Matthew chapter 16, um, verse 21. Uh, From that time, Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and raised the third day. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. Now, before I continue with that, Jesus had explained to them who he was, and so now he takes a moment to begin to teach the disciples what's coming. Now, it's intriguing. All the way up till, really, Jesus dies and raises again, um, these men never got that. They never caught the true mission of Jesus. And please understand, Jesus didn't hide this mission. Jesus didn't try to see people with this mission. Jesus just did this. Uh, they, they were so convinced of what they wanted Jesus to be. Jesus was to be a political revolutionary. He was supposed to come and throw off Rome. He was supposed to sit on the throne of David. And while that all is going to happen one day, he will be politically throw off and he, uh, the enemy. He will sit on David's throne one day, which is still to happen in the future. While all that's true, um, ultimately, it didn't happen then. It wasn't going to happen at this time. That's what these men wanted. So they were just frustrated. You know, they're not frustrated, but they were convinced of that happening now. And by the way, the Old Testament doesn't even really relate to that. That's not, that was not what's supposed to happen here. But they wanted that. So even though Jesus is teaching this, they never got that. And sometimes we are so set in what we want that we miss the simplicity of what Jesus is trying to teach uh, but then, so here's what happened. Peter, verse 22, took him aside, took him aside, began to rebuke him. I love this, Jesus rebuking, um, I mean, it's Peter rebuking Jesus. And we all say, I would never do that. Yeah, we probably do. Uh, saying this, far be it from you, Lord, this shall not happen to you. But he, Jesus, turned, to, turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. You are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. Now, one of the things that you remember, he a lot of, you know, like before, he, they didn't, he didn't turn and tell Peter, you are the rock, you are the what we're building a church on, you're the first pope. He, he didn't say that. Same thing here. Really, he goes back and he brags on the testimony that Peter gives, that thou art Peter, and not Jesus, you are the son of the living God. And same thing here. Peter gives a great thought, great truth, and now he comes in the opposite of it. Jesus is not asking them to stop this. Jesus is not saying, I'm nervous about this. Jesus is flat out saying, this is going to happen. This is going, and Peter comes back, no, 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 it's not going to happen. It is this refusal to listen to Jesus and to embrace the teaching of Jesus is that he's saying that's the thinking of Satan. You want it your way. You're not listening to what I want. That's the thinking of Satan. Now remember this. You go back to the couple of the times. You go to the garden. What did, what did uh, Satan do? Satan tried to get him 
to bow down and try to get him not to go to the cross. Change his life. If you get to the garden later, Garden of Gethsemane, where he's trying to deceive him, he's trying to get Jesus to not go to the cross. All of what Satan tried to do the entire time of his ministry was not let him fulfill what God wanted him to do. So this is the thinking. You know, Jesus has a mission. He's explaining the mission. And Peter's like, no, 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 not a chance. That's what I believe he was rebuking. Um, so really, it comes down. We have the truth. Are we going to follow the truth? Are we going to adapt our life to the truth? But then it's intriguing because then what happens is Jesus then changes the teaching. He takes the truth of what he's teaching and really the truth of what Peter said. And now he comes back and he uh, confronts them. You need to have the same thinking of me, really. And then here's what he says in verse 24. Then Jesus said to all of the disciples, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whoever de desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man gain in ex give in exchange for his soul? For the Son of Man will come in, his, in the glory with his Father, with his angels, and then will he will reward each according to his works. Assuredly, I say to you, there are some standing here who shall not taste death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. So he comes in and he says, listen, there's, there's going to be a life. You've got to choose. Now, he's not, he's not talking salvation here. Whoever saves his life will lose it and vice versa. He says, you need to get saved. He's not referencing that. He's speaking really directly to Paul, his disciples. He's speaking to a group of people who are saved. He's really referencing what decision are you going to do with the information you've been given. You know the truth. You know I'm, I'm the Messiah. You know what's coming. What are you going to do with that bit of information? Are you going to give your life to the service of Christ? Are you going to live and follow him and your resources and all those things you're going to serve him? Or are you going to still seek after the things of the world? You're going to say, I know Jesus is here. and I know the Bible says this, but frankly, I'd rather not do this. And I'd rather, I just want to go and do my own thing. And uh, scripture's got that. At one point, the Bible says, demons forsaken, you know, Paul said, demons has forsaken us because he loved the present world and he went after the world. Not that the things of the world were more, were always horrible. It's just the fact that he wanted those over the things of God. And he says, listen, if you devote your life to the things of the world, you're going to lose. You're going to lose those things and you're going to lose out. You're going to lose, and when he says you lose your own life, you're just going to lose what you can gain from it. They're not going to go to hell over this. You're just, you're losing everything. You've got a chance to invest into eternity. Because think about this. What we do on earth establishes the rewards in heaven, as he mentions later in this passage, right? There's going to be rewards. So what we do establishes our reward. So if we decide to give our life to money, if we decide to give our life to possessions and give our life to those things, while they themselves are not wrong, but if those become the priority, we're going to get to heaven and we're not going to get the rewards because we focused on that. Now, if we take what God has given us and we use it, and, and while still making money and having nice things is good, but our priority is serving God and that becomes priority number one, then we can have the things on earth and the reward in heaven, which is really what God wants. He wants us to have here and enjoy here, but while being um, blessed there. He goes, I've given you this for the purpose of rewarding it back. So where are you seeking? Are you going after, we go speak back, I think it's Matthew, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. All right. It's your focus. If you're only focused on the material things, you're missing out. If you focus on God, God will add those material things to your life. Um, and so he's talking a lot. Now, we get to the one point. There's an interesting thing at the end. There are some standing here who will not taste death so they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. 
There's been a lot of talk about this. Jesus, they all have obviously died. Jesus has not come back in his kingdom when he's referencing. Personally, I believe he's referencing the Apostle John. John ultimately wrote the book of Revelation. He was given a vision. He was able to see the future of what this is going to look like. And so I think he's referencing that some of you will be able to see how this is all going to work out one day. So the principle we look at this is Jesus starts up and he says, his ultimate premise is this, serving me will not always be easy. You are going to have to take up your cross. Now, here's the question. What does it mean when he says take up your cross? I, um, he's really, the cross can be a list of things, right? The cross can be you are bearing a burden right now, an illness or a struggle, and God's allowed it into your life with the goal that you can glorify him through it. It's a cross, right? God has given you something, someone he wants you to reach or something he wants you to do in ministry that's your cross. Okay, how can you display that? How can you serve God in that area, in your neighborhood, in your church, in your family? So the cross can be uh, several things. You know, for some, you know, Paul had this, this, this injury, this problem, we think, with his eye, and it was one of the crosses that he was asked to bear. He goes, my grace is sufficient. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. You're fine on this. Don't worry about this. You move forward. That's a cross he was asked to bear. He went through a lot of persecution and pain, the cross he was asked to bear. Um, some are going, again, it's going to be some harsh. Sometimes it's just going to be something God's asked you to do. God has moved us to California, moved us to Grace Baptist Church. That's cross. That's something that I've been asked to do. Go with it. I love it. I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying it. That's um, not always a bad thing, and sometimes it is. That's the thing. So what is it God's put in your life? How do I move forward? How do I embrace what God's asked me to have and embrace and to do it to honor and glorify him? So Paul, just before Jesus says that, then he comes back and he says, I'm doing that too. I'm going into Jerusalem. I'm going to be punished. I'm going to die. So he's saying, I'm going to do this. I'm setting the example. Please recognize that and follow that to honor me. So that's really the premise we look at. So the principle we could pull from this today is simply, unfortunately, when we follow God, Satan does not like it. And so he's going to do everything he can to get you to quit. It's not always going to be easy. And Jesus is going to use things to test us. Are we going to follow him? Are we going to do our best? Are we going to bear that cross well? Uh, and not let it distract us, not let us pull us down, not let it stop us from serving God. Keep your eyes on Jesus, even so sometimes you do have to bear that cross. Thanks again for joining us today on this Tuesday morning. Appreciate the privilege, part of your day. Hope you have a great rest of your day. Hope this is an encouragement. Can stick with us as we continue through the life of Christ. So we hope you join us again tomorrow. God bless.